0: Welcome to Lego Mumbo Jumbo, the insightful podcast for those navigating the complexities of family law and divorce. I'm your host, Ashley Nicole Green, a family law and divorce attorney in the Houston, Texas area. In each episode, we'll dive into the legal nuances, share stories of resilience, and provide you insight to empower you through your challenging chapters. Join me as we embark on a journey of understanding, support, and and navigating your path to a better future tomorrow. Before we jump into Ms. Daniel's story, I wanted to give you the backstory about this particular client. So Ms. Daniel was a client of mine in 2019, and her story is very unique in that when she came to me, she was the non custodial parent, meaning the other parent determined the child's primary residence, Ms. Samuels visit the child on the weekends and holidays with a barebone possession and access schedule, and she paid child support. Her story is so unique in that even though she came to me at a really low place and feeling like she was defeated, in the end, although she did not get C, she was able to get more than what she really thought she deserved. So let's go ahead and jump in and hear about Ms. Samuels' story. Hi, Ms. Samuels. Thank you so much for being here today and taking the time out of your busy day to be a guest on my podcast. Obviously, when I started to come up with season four and thinking about bringing on past clients on my podcast, first and foremost, I was like nervous that everyone would say no, like, hey, Ash, I love you, but no, I'm not doing that because obviously this could be a little bit nerve wracking. However, mm. There's a group of clients that I like sat down. I went through all hundreds of clients that I've kind of engaged with over the last few years. and there's a group of you guys that I immediately thought of, and you were the ones that stood out because obviously your story has always just been very dear to my heart in general, just everything that you've gone through, everything that has surrounded your situation situation. And the second reason is because I feel like from the beginning, You've always trusted and supported me in the process of your particular mm-hmm. case and also by referring other people to us. So I just want to tell you, thank you so much for being a big support in my career over the last almost decade now. So, <laughs> no yeah. No
1: problem. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, no problem. So, and I also want to say this because I think this is going to set the tone for the listeners here today. Whenever we met, it was in 2019, whenever you reached out to my office, Mm -hmm. and that was at the beginning of me becoming a mom. Like I had just had my son a few months before that. And I want to take the time also to just say your resilience, your hope, your motherly instinct, and my God, your patience (laughs) in your case was instrumental in me becoming a better attorney for clients, but also it really helped shape me into being the mother and woman that I am today. And I, I don't say that lightly. Your case was one of the ones when I was going through it, I was like, I really, really hope she tells me yes, because I really think listeners will be able to get a lot of encouragement from your story. So, Oh, well, yeah.
1: thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
0: You're welcome. So before we jump in, mm-hmm. I'm going to just kind of put us in the framework of Taking it back to 2019, like I mentioned, half a decade, yeah, five years ago mm-hmm. um, when you reached out to me. So obviously your story is unique. And I want to just start off by asking if you could just share with listeners a little about your story related to your child custody case and keep in mind and balance confidential information, obviously, and just share it to the extent that you feel most comfortable. So if you could just do that for our listeners. So I
1: came to you back in 2019. This has been, it was an ongoing process. I had got officially, I think, divorced divorced in 2014 when it was official. It was a constant struggle between the father and I about, you know, custody and who's doing this and who's doing what. It was just always something. We was constantly in court, constantly in court. And the lawyers that I had previously, one was definitely in it for the money. That's basically how I had started off because with, with my case, with my daughter, I ended up becoming the non-custodial parent mm-hmm. and the father is the primary, uh, is the custodial parent. And so that the first lawyer just was an epic fail. Then mm-hmm. lawyers after that was in the money. I feel like they were in. And no offense to you, because uh, at the time, yeah, you were just becoming a mother. But I think when we first met, you had not had the baby yet. I think you're yeah, right. And, I think I was about to you. Yeah, happen. you wasn't even, I don't even think you, because I had been, what's the, I think I came, you finished every, you actually made everything a lot better By when I came, <laughs> came to you. At the time, you, I think you had just gotten pregnant or whatever the case you may have been. So I don't know if I came to you twice.
0: I think the first time when we connected, it was really just me being like a support for you. We hadn't filed anything. It was me giving you Mm -hmm. guidance on how to position yourself so that when you file for the modification, you're in a better place. So your case did not start into 2019. I had my son in 2019. And so right. I think that was also like another reason why we waited, because we wanted to wait until I had him so that I wasn't like going on maternity leave in the middle of your case.
1: Right, right, so prior to that, you know, I had been to multiple lawyers, and, like you said, I had came to you, I explained, I was just over everything at my wits end. I didn't know what to do, where to go um uh, my my perspective on lawyers was very low, <laughs> I didn't have no high hopes, um, I just feel like they're were they're not trustworthy or they don't really have the best, even me being your client, they didn't have like the best in- inst- Like the other lawyers I was dealing with, they have the best interest, my best interest and hard Mm -hmm. things of that nature. But anyways, I'm sorry, I'm stuttering all over my words in my little place.
0: It's okay. You're Uh, doing perfect. And so here, I'll kind of like streamline that. So came to me in 2018, we kind of came up with a game plan. At that time, I think you were struggling, like you said, with just like communication being able to co-parent, that was like a big thing. Right. You being part of the process, because I think when we started, you really felt like you weren't even able to be a mom to your daughter.
1: Um, Correct. Correct. Yep.
0: So that was like a big thing. And then your daughter, obviously not to share like confidential specifics, but she had a lot of health issues. And yes, you were yes. also yes. struggling to like get her through that while also trying to be strong in the midst of, Feeling mm-hmm. like you weren't, you know, able to have your place in her life like you were supposed to. So if, if I remember correctly, that's what I remember at the beginning when meeting you.
1: Does that sound correct? Oh, that's right? yes, absolutely right. Yeah, I had a whole lot of things going on at that time. So <laughs> yes, yeah. ma'am, that's that's correct. And yeah. upon uh, meeting you, like you said, you were kind of, because I think I did at the time I was ending the relationship with my previous lawyer or whatever the case may be. And um and that's when you was like um, helping out and then you had officially took over. And within just within that time frame of, you know, hearing my story, hearing what I was going through, what seeing what I was dealing with, you know, you were a big help. You was able to coach me into as far as the things that I need to do, the steps that I need to take and how to prevent any further issues and stay out of prison. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yes, definitely staying out of prison. Um, I mean, because you, I think when you came to me, you were just in a place of hopelessness. Obviously, you were facing those challenges. We kind of got through those. We started the case at that point, and from what I remember, things were really left in a place where you felt empowered again, and you were able to be a part of big decision making for your daughter and to be valued as a parent.
1: Yes, absolutely. So, so once you got on, um, like I said, you were like just a rock roller, just in heels, just like you was <laughs> at it. And it was to the point to like his words, like, you know, you was putting me on, making me notice things that were going on behind the scenes, on the scenes. Um, and anything that I needed to do, you made sure that I stayed on it and I got it. So, you care of which I did. It was in the case study. What was it? It was a home visit. It was a home with-
0: visit. The amicus attorney. Yes.
1: That's yes. Correct. We had to have an amicus attorney for my daughter. So, it was a lot of things that, you know, I never went through or dealt with prior to that but you took different steps and different type of things to make things something like i got more time with her there were Mm -hmm. things placed in. i have i guess you call special orders because you know i get her on every monday Mm -hmm. of course the fourth and fifth weekend of each month the standard vegetation plus the Mondays, uh, so it was a lot of things that I didn't have prior that I have now. I have extended days because it's not the regular six p.m. pickup; mine's mm-hmm. extended a little bit later. Um, yeah, because we had a work scope.
0: Yes, yes I remember correct. That. that was a big issue I yes. remember in your case uh-huh. because you weren't able to get off work in time to be able to go get her. And they were utilizing that as Mm -hmm. a way to weaponize your time with her. And unfortunately you didn't have like a family or friend member that could go and pick her up on your behalf. But we were just being super creative because of your work situation. I recall to like at one point, and I'll never forget this conversation because like I always circle back to it when clients tell me this, you called me one day and you're like, Ashley, There's no way I'm going to be able to pick her up from school on the days that you pick her up from school. And I was like, okay, wait, we're going to get online. I'm going to Google some places that maybe do pick up for kids and maybe they can drop her off at, you know, at your work or drop her Mm -hmm. off at home. And so I remember in that moment you were like, wow, I can't believe that you're sitting here and doing this with me. And I don't remember if you end up using it or not, but I just remember in that moment, like you were just so thankful that I didn't just say, figure it out. Like
1: I don't know. Right. Yes, yes, yeah. Oh, most definitely. You never did that. I that's one thing about you. Like you work with your clients in depth. Like you were very creative. Like I said, it was things that I never did before, never thought of, never knew of. You know, say you figure out a way to do certain things. And like and like I guess with the amicus for and that was just for protection for my daughter as well on both behalf. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she was working with us from both ends. So she got to see... Both mm-hmm. sides of how it is over there with her dad versus how it's over here with me. So, I mean, everybody got to see the insight of how I actually was being mistreated and, and things were used, being used against me. Cause, you know, a lot of things were fabricated in my case that were not true. But I'm just glad that, uh, we was able to get, well, I didn't get what everything that I actually wanted. Well, of course. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she was underage at that time, but what I did got was was way more than I could have asked for. And it was in such a short amount of time as well. Like once you got in there, it was just like, go, 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 go. Like we was just, anytime something was going on, I could call you. And mm-hmm. like, if you're busy, you're going to call an email, email me either way, a phone call mm-hmm. or email. You're responding back and telling me, um, guiding me on what I need to do, what I need to say, uh, what can be done, what cannot be done. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it was, I felt like I actually had someone that that listened to me. And then I think it was one thing that I had to mention to you, because I was like, the previous lawyers that I had did not have children. And you didn't have any at the time as well. But for Mm -hmm. you to not have children at that specific time and working as hard and now being a mother, I mean, I was like, oh my gosh, like, yeah. (laughs) you just made for this yeah, I well, was I, like, you fight for your clients, no matter male, female, no matter when they yeah. come to you with it, with it, with a situation, you analyze it, and you make it, you're going to make sure your clients get what they need that's going to benefit them at the end of the yeah. day. And I And like that. I do, I refer people to you all the time, you know, not whether they use you or not, and i i mean i i I do i'm like and if anything ever was to happen again like i'm always going to come back like i have no other Mm -hmm. i won't i wouldn't know who else to go to because i wouldn't trust nobody else like that within my case
0: well thank you those those words mean a lot to me more than you probably think they do they mean a lot and (sighs)
1: I think Girl, that you mean a lot because you, yeah, you. <laughs> I was just like, if I had, and I told you this, I said, if I had you all these years you ago, like everything you would have been turned so differently. Like none of uh, it, it was, you a did. Mess.
0: You did. And I think the thing that I loved about you and one of the things that really I look for in clients that I, whether or not I'm willing to take their case is that I'm super transparent with you guys up front. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say like, hey, we're going to go for what it is you're wanting. Like you said, in your particular case, we didn't get everything that you wanted. But I said from the beginning, like, we're going to go for this, but I'm just being real with you. Like, this is not probably going to happen, but I can for sure try to see what I can do to advocate on your behalf to at least get us at this place. And you were just always like, okay, Ashley, if that's what it is, like, we're going to go for the stars, you know, shoot for the stars and land Mm -hmm. in the sky. And I think that that attitude is really what made, the outcome of your case so successful? Because a lot of people, the stuff that you had to go through during your case, a lot of people would have shut down early on. It, like you said, at the beginning, it was every day almost, or every week, it was something. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, let's, let's put the pieces back together. Let's figure this out. So thank you for sharing that. And I kind of want to kind of switch gears and ask you to just share with listeners, because obviously a lot of them that our listeners either are going through a child custody case or contemplating, thinking about going through it. And there are obviously misconceptions out there about lawyers and hiring a family lawyer, hiring a divorce lawyer. So what would you speak into our listeners right now and tell them so that those misconceptions that they have won't follow them into their hiring process when trying to select the right attorney
1: for them? I can only speak from my experience, and what I I would say is, for um one, um, definitely do your research. You know, of course, when you go into Google, and you looking um attorney law firm attorneys, there's a million of them that pops up. But when you go and you do your research, I mean, you look at these attorneys. Go do your research. Look them up. Um, I think is a public knowledge as far as the bar. Um, yes. We can go look you guys up as. On the bar site and stuff like that. I mean, no. do your research. You know, call, see if you're able to talk to them. Do the little um, consultation. Um, I would say get a feel for them, and and you know, yes. I know it can be very hard. It can be very frustrating. You know, you put all your time and money to find a lawyer, and just to find out that they don't give two cents about you or your case or anything that's going on. So, I mean, it can be a very tedious process, but it's worth it if, um, if you just, you know, take your time and you really, cause this, this is your life, you know, this is just yeah. with your family, your children. So, I mean, one, especially if you got to go into court and have somebody to speak on your behalf. I mean, it's, it's worth. And I think also look into the reviews, you know, if it's a bad lawyer, somebody's going to definitely say it's a bad lawyer. <laughs> mm-hmm. If it's a good lawyer, they're definitely going to, you know, talk about their experience for us, the good lawyers, because the bad ones I had, I definitely had a whole lot to say about them and I'm I'm going to, you know, so continue to say because that was just horrible experiences for you to be someone in that position. You should care more about your clients intentionally. So, with that being said, definitely look at the reviews. Look, uh, you know, take the time out to do consultations with them, try to get a feel for the lawyers, you know, and do your research on the the individuals that you choose to pick. You know, as you were searching for a lawyer, but I can guarantee you with Ashley, she is definitely a good lawyer. <laughs> I have nothing bad to say about and also you do payment plans. Like who's does that? <laughs> well I don't so know if you still do them, but at the we, time he was doing them back. Yeah, then. we were
0: doing we were doing them. We we kind of shifted. We do financing now, so still allowing people to have the option to fund their case um so that they don't have to come up with the money up front. Um, okay. so we have financing now. But at that time, we did do in-house payment plans. And I knew that that was something that I had to continue to try to offer to people because mm-hmm. people don't have, you know, large sums yeah. of money just laying around. So we incorporated the financing. We kind of partnered with a few different companies to help clients get that funding to be able to fund their case. Um, I just want to say something, and I think that this is really good. And I really want our listeners to hear the, what you said. Um, and emphasize it was that doing the research, spending the time, it may be tedious, but going to the consultations, looking at reviews, going online, um, doing whatever you need to do to do that research. And I think a lot of times people have this conception, this misconception, that because an attorney worked for a family member, a friend, or a coworker, whoever, that that attorney's going to work for them. But personalities. Yeah. And, you know, our differences are a real thing. You know, you have uh-huh. to make sure, like you said, you feel that person out. Are you going to uh-huh. be able to connect with them? Do you, Are y'all able to communicate in an effective way? So I just want to reiterate that not everybody meshes together. Not everybody connects. And that that's a really big thing. And I, like I was mentioning, I made a post about this on my social media recently, where I said, my prayer has always been the same, that the clients were for me, find me. And the clients who are not for me, they find the right attorney for them because mm-hmm. hiring an attorney, like you said, related to your children and your future is very, very important. Um, mm-hmm. And it's probably yes. one of the most important people that you will hire in your life in the most delicate time yes. in your life,
1: you absolutely, know, absolutely, so, absolutely.
0: Yeah, so. uh, yeah,
1: that's definitely important. I want to add to that. You said the words correctly, like delicate, because, like I said, those are vulnerable moments that you are, in and in a, depending on the state, you could be at your lowest state. You know, like you said, many people would quit, and I mean, it was many times that I wanted to quit, but.
0: I didn't let you either. I was like, no, no. we're going yeah. to take a breath. We're going to and I remember, yes. um, we would have early morning calls because I remember sometimes we oh, yeah. had to be the work really early. Mm-hmm. And when you would send me an email or reach out and you were just like like you said at a low place, I'm like, we're talking in the morning on your way to work, you know. Yeah. You're going to be okay because I remember you were going from multiple locations, like mm-hmm. you were And I was just like, I have to speak into her because if I don't, and I remember telling you, if I don't speak into you, you're not going to be able to speak and advocate for your daughter. And I was like, that I'm not going to do. So before we end this, I want to ask you, what is your word for 2024? Like, what is it that you're one word if you have for 2024?
1: What is it? Consistency.
0: Oh, I love that. Yes, yeah, that's definitely a word that I need to add to my box, too, because I need to be consistent in various things in my life. One is working yes. out. <laughs>
1: <I'm not allowed laughs> life, this.
0: Yes, life has um, kind of taken its toll on me last year. And I'm like, OK, I got to get back to my healthy place. So, But thank you so much, Ms. Do You mm-hmm. don't know how much it means to me. I think that, this, um, like I mentioned, your story is so unique. And I think a lot of people will benefit from it. Especially those who are the at the place where they're in the lowest and they don't really feel like there's any hope and they feel like that they just have to be complacent and there was quote unquote non custodial role. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure today you're going to give them hope and knowing that they deserve more. I hope, more,
1: so. I hope you know. so. It may be hard, but you know, it's definitely a road that could be over, an obstacle that could be overcome, overcame. So, yes. Yeah. Awesome.
0: Well, thank you again, listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in to for today's podcast. Um, and until next time, bye for now.